Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. We in this. And that's the name of our podcast. And I know what it is. And I definitely say the right name of it every time. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm known for, is saying the name of the podcast that I do. I'm Olivia. And I am Elion. Currently, I do not have a fever, but I have recently had a fever. (laughs) I am, however, on Sudafed, so we'll see how this goes. Uh... Elion is on Sudafed. I am uh, wrestling with the same, like, half of a cold that I've been wrestling with for two weeks. Because every time I think I don't have a cold, it's like, surprise, I'm here again. (laughs) So that's just a fun thing. So um, welcome to our very special disease-ridden episode. But you don't have to worry about that, because the good thing about podcasts is you can't get diseases from them. That's just, that's just a fact. Um, today, we are here with you, both of us, in our disease-ridden state, to talk about Jessica Jones. Um, and I love to talk about Jessica Jones. Um, my friend Kaylee uh, requested that I do an episode on Jessica Jones, so here we are. Jessica Jones. She's pretty cool. Um, so, Jessica Jones, the character, was created um, by Brian Michael Bendis in 2001. And Brian Michael Bendis is like one of probably the, the biggest comics names of the past, like, couple of decades. Um... He, like, created the Ultimates universe in Marvel. Um, he, <laughs> he wrote for Spider-Man. Um, he's, like, a pretty, like, a pretty notable... <laughs> Sorry, I just... Elion just did some stuff with a towel and did it very, very subtly, but I kept getting distracted. <laughs> My brother was making noise, and I'm like, mm, how can I make this quieter? I'll put a towel un- in the crack under the door. That is good. That's good podcast problem solving. Um, so Brian Michael Bendis in 2001 um, with the artist um, Michael Gados uh, creates the character of Jessica Jones. And there's a lot of, like, weird, like, back and forth speculation that like initially he intended this to be a series about Jessica Drew Spider-Woman I always um, get the two confused right it's the word and like he's said from what I could gather from like the various conflicting quotes on it I think what happened was that originally Brian Michael Bendis had this idea for a Spider-Woman series, but as he was writing it out, he was like, oh no, this wouldn't work with Spider-Woman. I'm going to make a new character. But the thing is, he still does name the character Jessica. Yeah. And it's like, Brian, like, you could, like, regardless, you have all of the names in the world that you could have picked. And, like, I know it's not, like, the hugest deal if two superheroes have the same name. Like, people have the same name sometimes. 
But also, you definitely could have picked another name, and then I wouldn't have to be reading comic books and hearing people say Jessica and try and figure out which of the two, like, dark-haired superhero Jessicas it is. Which Jessica is this? Jones or Drew? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And they both have very common last names, and it's like, Brian. I mean, Brian did do the good thing where, uh, with the alliterative, alliterative name, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is an excellent name. I mean, like, also to be fair, if I was Brian Michael Bendis and I came up with the name Jessica Jones, I would not want to waste it, even if there was already a Jessica. So I get it. But, oh no, there's a dog up here. <gasps> dog. Dog, you must leave. Okay, she's leaving. She's leaving the podcast zone. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't want to waste the very good name, Jessica Jones. Um, but Jessica Jones, uh, this original character, is um, the star of uh, her own comic book, which is not called Jessica Jones. It is called Alias, which is also confusing because there was definitely, I think this was before the TV show, but there was definitely a TV show called Alias, like, sort of around this time with, like, uh, I can't remember the IMDb. Je- help me. Maybe the actress's name was. Maybe it was one of the Jessica. Maybe it was Jennifer Garner. It was Jennifer Garner. Yeah, freaking nailed it. But I always thought that the TV show Alias, which I never watched, was about Jessica Jones. But so, anyways, which is why when they launched the Marvel Netflix series, they couldn't call it Alias. Because there's already a TV show called Alias. And it would just be confusing for everybody. Yeah. Um, this comic book is called Alias. It is part of Marvel's... Um, is the I think, like, the, the first book, like, the flagship title in Marvel's um, Max imprint, which is, like, a, like a, a label that they use for, like, you know, like, adult-oriented books, like, stuff that you know, would have an R rating. Um, Stuff that's not for the kids. Kids can't handle the Jessica Jones books. (laughs) Kids shouldn't, don't give your kids Jessica Jones. Um, It is possible that Max was created just so they could make Alias because the first word in the comic is fuck. Oh, good. So you don't, nobody needs to worry about letting Jessica say fuck, because she does. A lot. Um, so, the story of Jessica Jones, and like the, the, the book opens at the start of it with her as a private investigator. Um, she's a private investigator she has superpowers that include, like, super strength, some level of, like, invulnerability, and flight. Um, and the flight, I think, like, at the start of the series has, like, diminished a lot from what it used to be. So she mostly just kind of, like, jumps real high. Um, Unfortunately. But she's, like... I know, yeah, but she she can do other stuff. She can lift a car, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but flying would be so cool. Flying is good. I think she she does she gets it back 
if she like practices it more. She's just initially sort of rusty at it. Um, but she's like, she's not like super wildly like Thor powerful. She's like kind of a, she's kind of a Buffy type. Um, not in terms of personality, but like. Sounds like early approximate- 2000s. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is the early 2000s. Uh, Girl Power's going strong. Buffy's in its fourth season, I think. Um, I don't know. I never watched Buffy. We um, we should do a podcast where you watch Buffy, because <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about it. I would love to hear your Buffy takes. Um, but, like, roughly that, like, a very strong, difficult-to-harm person but not, you know, a god. Um, so, uh, the backstory that exists for Jessica is all, like, created, like, as part of this story and, like, revealed as, like, Alias goes on. It's not, like, she wasn't an existing character before this. So, like, Brian Michael Bendis makes all this up. Aren't all comics made up? Art, when you really get down to it, isn't everything made up? It is. Um, uh, the story of Jessica Jones is that uh, she was a she was a, a teen. Um, she went to school with Peter Parker, which has always seemed very weird to me because, like, the like present day age difference between. Jessica and Peter seems, like, significant. I think but that's probably just, like, Jessica Jones is a minor comic book character, so she's allowed to get old. She's, she's allowed to age. And Spider-Man, they're like, not. no, he's a teen forever. Eternal he doesn't get teen. to grow up and get married and have kids. He has to be a teen forever. It's like, no, Only no, please, please let Peter Parker get old. Please let Peter Parker not be a teen. Please release him. I mean, I think he, I think probably canonically at this point he's not. I hope at this point he's not a teen. Um, but he's also everybody writes him as a teen. So, gosh, I don't know. Um, anyways, so that's a little weird. But the 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 story is that uh, Jessica is a teen. She goes to the same school as Peter Parker. She um, is nursing a little bit of a crush on him. She doesn't have too many friends. She's actually, she's like there at the, at Oscorp or whatever when he gets bitten by the spider um, or at the science fair or whatever the fuck happens. They've done this a bunch of times. Um, She's there when he gets bitten by the spider, um, which is, wild and they did um they did at some point like go back to like original spider-man comics and be like oh see that teen in that panel that's jessica jones (laughs) that's canonically jessica jones now um but so um peter parker gets bitten by the spider jessica jones is like you know whatever doing her best um her family while on a trip to Disney World or Disneyland or maybe some other unofficial like 
Marvel brand theme park. Um, it could be Disney now. Um, a trip that's sponsored, I think, by Tony Stark, who's her dad's boss, which is, like, wild, just, like, the number of connections they get into, like, right off the bat. Yeah. They're like, we have to somehow connect her to the greater comics. She can't just be her own thing in this Marvel world. She has to have gone to school with Peter Parker. She has to, like, her dad has to work with Tony Stark, which, like, I I get it. I get it. (laughs) Because... Everybody works for Tony Stark. Honestly, Stark Industries probably has, like, a massive amount of employees. Like, I yeah. live in a town where pretty much everyone works for the local pl- power plant. So it's like, <laughs> oh, hey, your dad works at PG&E? My dad works at PG&E. Huh, interesting. <laughs> How so, like, I be? get that, but chill. Chill, Brian. Can't. No chill. No chill allowed in Marvel. Um, so they're on this road trip, and they get into a car accident. Um, their car collides with some sort of military transport that's taking a bunch of mysterious chemicals. You know those trucks that are just full of mysterious chemicals? Oh, of course. Um, they're everywhere. Um, the car crashes into it, um, and her parents and her brother are killed and jessica lives but she's comatose for a bit and then um she's oh my god this is another one I, there's so many of these and i didn't realize as i was like researching it um she's in the hospital and outside the hospital the fantastic four fight galactus for the first time and the exposure to the weird cosmic radiation of Galactus wakes her up from her coma and she discovers that she has superpowers. Um, I don't know, like, in what or if she finds that out right away or what order they start manifesting. I know that she goes back to school and people are being mean to her um and peter tries to be nice to her because he's like oh we've both lost family members and she thinks he's just like making fun of her or like taking pity on her and she lashes out at him and runs away and then as she's running away she discovers that she can fly um perfect and then she flies for a little bit and then she crash lands in the hudson river and thor comes and finds her thanks thor Thor's like, hey, there's a girl there's a girl in this river. <laughs> Can we do something? Um Fishing teens out of rivers since two thousand one. Yeah. That's that's how we do. Um so she is I think what happens is she sees um Spider Man fighting uh Sandman and she's like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna fight crime. I'm gonna be a superhero. Um, so she gets this, uh, snazzy white outfit with, like, this bluish-purple trim and, like, a cool belt, and she, uh, she calls herself Jewel, and she goes and she fights crime, um, and she's, like, not, uh, the, the implications that she's not, like, 
a super big name. Um, but she still, she has, like, run in, like, she runs into Carol Danvers, who I think at this point is still Ms. Marvel and not Captain Marvel. Um, she hasn't gotten her promotion yet. She hasn't been promoted to Captain. Um, Carol Danvers, the current Captain Marvel. Um, the D- the Marvel Captain Marvel, not the DC Captain Marvel, who isn't Captain Marvel because he's Shazam now. <laughs> I hate this. Because so DC was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have a Captain Marvel. <laughs> maybe that's confusing for everybody. Um, but she, um, she helps Carol Danvers with some stuff. Um, they become, like, sort of friends. Carol's, like, kind of her main connection in the superhero world um hey also i should have said this at the top um the the jessica jones story uh gets pretty grim (laughs) it's about to get grim here in a second um yeah so we should probably do content warnings before that yes uh there is going to be a I mean, we're going to have fun here, so I'm not going to get too deep into anything, but there's going to be some discussion of uh, pretty severe emotional abuse and manipulation and sexual assault. So that's going to be on the table. If you don't want to hear about it, that's totally cool. And also, the probably don't read or watch Jessica Jones if that stuff is bad for you. So here's there there here we go. Um no, but she um she meets uh Carol Danvers. She hangs around with Carol Danvers. They're like friends. Um I think at one point she does run into Luke and Danny and they like fight a crime together. Um there's like a couple other like she you know she's she's around superheroes and like some people know her um then the thing is uh stuff goes bad and she um she goes to stop a fight that is being incited uh by the purple man and the purple man is his villain name and he is a man who is purple um okay he is yeah if you watch if you watch the show you're like that guy wasn't purple he just wore a lot of purple that is true in the comics he is just he's just purple he's a purple man and his name is the purple man and i think he might have initially been a daredevil villain um or maybe he was just in daredevil anyways his thing is um, his name is, uh, Zebediah Kilgrave, um, and he's purple, and his thing is he emits pheromones of some kind that, uh, enable him to perform mind control. Like, he just tells people what he wants them to do, and then they do it. Um, and so he mostly just uses that to just, like, do really fucked up shit for, like, no real described reason he's a he's a nasty man he's an extremely nasty bad purple man 
I mean, with a name like Zebediah Kilgrave. Yeah, Zebediah Kilgrave, the coolest dude around. Um, and Jessica goes to be like, hey, stop doing this crime. Um, and he's like, oh, right on, a superhero. Um, and then ta- basically kidnaps her for like uh, several months and, you know, keeps her in his mind control thrall and makes her do things she wouldn't otherwise do. Um, in the Netflix show, this is like explicitly sexual. In the comics, it's not as much, but it's still just like very, very, very upsetting. Um, he and then he's like, "Okay, hey, um, I something sets him off. Like he like some superhero says something about how he's shitty and purple and sucks or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, you go." to go to Avengers Mansion and kill Daredevil and also kill anyone who tries to stop you from killing Daredevil. Um, and Jessica goes to Avengers Mansion to kill Daredevil. Um, and as she gets further away from him, the like mind control effect starts to get weaker. So like once she gets there, she's like kind of disoriented and like, not quite sure what's going on. Um, and she starts uh, fighting the Scarlet Witch. And then the mind control wears off. And she's like, oh, fuck. And she just, like, runs. Um, and the Avengers chase after her. Um, and attack her. Because she was just attacking the Scarlet Witch. I think it's, like, Tony and Vision are, like, fighting her. And then... Um, Carol Danvers swoops in as they're beating her up and is like, hey, fucking stop. <laughs> She's be- she was being mind controlled. Can you chill for like a second? God um, bless Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers is the only good. Uh, Carol Danvers is a force of good. Um, and she's like, hey, are you OK? And Jessica's like, like, super not. She might be in a coma again after this, which just sucks. Um, but they do, um, they take her to Jean Grey, and Jean Grey is able to, like, free her of the mind control and also, like, implant, like, uh, a trigger so that if he ever tries to mind control her again, she can prevent it. Um, and Jessica's like, cool uh i'm done that was the most traumatic thing that's ever happened possibly to anybody um nobody cared that i was missing for eight months so i'm done with this bye um and then she uh she stops uh she stops being a superhero um she does, she has a brief stint where she tries superheroing again, um, under the, she's got like a kind of cool, her name is Nitrous, I think, like, Knight, like the, with a sword. Yeah. Um, but 
a girl. I don't I don't know where where it where it comes from. Um No, me neither. And she does have kind of a cool like huntress sort of batwoman looking costume and it's neat. Um and she hangs out with Luke Cage, um and they fight some crime and then she's like, nah, I'm done with this actually. Um and then she uh sometime after that she opens up her uh her private detective firm uh because she needs money um fair yeah which is part of the whole thing is that like people are like oh jessica you like do you want to help people like you want to set things right and she's like no i just want to get paid leave me alone i don't care i'm done with that (laughs) that part of my life is over um it's it's very dramatic i love her very much um so she opens up this uh, private detective firm that's just her um, called Alias Investigations. Um, and so most of most of the actual series of Alias, this like this whole like backstory part is like a chunk that's like woven in the last few issues. But most of this actual series is her as a private detective um solving crimes and obviously most of the crimes end up involving superheroes Um, oh of course with a name like alias i know um there's like it's like oh there's a a there's a thing with like a, a mutant growth hormone like dealing ring and there's like a dude who's uh pretending to be captain america and there's a girl who's like ran away from home because she her parents thought she was a mutant and jessica's trying to find her and it's like all i mean like also obvious like people <laughs> nobody wants to read a comic book about a person with superpowers solving like normal crimes i think my wife is cheating on me i'm on it i'm on hey, it turns I'll... out you're cheating on her and you're dumping all your insert insecurity on your totally faithful wife so i'm gonna tell your wife that you're cheating on her okay thanks bye send me money (laughs) don't forget send me money also i can lift a car so like definitely send me that money um so like uh, over the course of this um she also um you know she interacts with some other superheroes like at one point captain america's like you should be a superhero again you'd be good at it and she's like fuck you i won't (laughs) um she, um, Matt Murdock is her lawyer, which is great. Ugh, beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Um, she's still friends with, uh, Carol Danvers, which is good. Um, at one point, um, for, like, a, a decent period of time, um, Carol Danvers, like, sets her up with Scott Lang. Um, so she's okay. dating Scott. I mean, <laughs> she's like, listen. Okay, Carol. She's like, you need, you need a stable relationship. Scott Lang is nice. I mean, it's, they date and it's fine. Um, she has this like continuing thing with Luke Cage. Um, because like, at one point, like he hires her to like track down his dad, I think. Um, and then they like, you know, they hook up afterwards, and then they keep hooking up a bunch of times but it's like not really a thing but it is a thing um (laughs) but they have like 
a ton of chemistry, but she's like, he's too good for me. Um, no wonder she's dating Scott. <laughs> I mean, I like Scott. I mean, Scott's, Scott's not fine. the worst Ant-Man. Scott's fine. No, he's definitely not the worst Ant-Man. That goes to <laughs> Hank Pym. But fuck off, Hank, Hank Pym. Hank Pym can fuck clean off. Um, anyways, what happens is that eventually, um, she gets pregnant with Luke's child. She realizes that she's in love with Luke. Um, she tells Scott that she's pregnant and that it's not his. And he's like, okay, we should break up. Um, and then she tells Luke and they decide that they want to keep the baby um, and that is about the time that Alias the series ends. Um, and then there's a time where she's, um, because she needs, like, a less dangerous job, because she's, uh, pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Pregante. Um, she goes to, uh, she's hired by the Daily Bugle, um, for their, like, special like superhero section uh called the pulse and she works with ben what's his name ben yurik ben you're the guy who's in daredevil yeah yurik sounds right ben yurik sounds correct it's ben yeah it's ben and it starts with a u um and she works with him um and he's like the main like reporter and she's like kind of a like consultant type and she like Jessica you know superheroes <laughs> can you get me an interview with Tony Stark fuck off Ben <laughs> I mean basically um and she you know they get it's like a lot more like investigative crimey stuff um except yeah. then like this is, like, 2004, and now, like, a bunch of events are happening, so, like, they have to do stuff for Secret Wars and, like, House of M and stuff like that. Um, and that's its own series called The Pulse, um, and it's, like, fair... It runs for, like, a year, I think, and then it ends. Um, and so after that, like, most of Jessica's storylines, like, revolve around her and Luke, um, and their baby, who they, um, they have a daughter. Um, I've said this probably, like, three times on this podcast so far. I will keep saying it. They have a daughter, and they name her uh, Danielle, and she goes by Danny, and it's after Danny Rand, Luke's best friend in the whole world, and Danny asks, like, oh, you named your daughter after me? And they say, like, no, we named her after Danny Partridge from the Partridge (laughs) family. I mean, I know you've already said this. I think it was on our Doreen Green episode because Doreen babysits the baby. And we're probably going to say it again when we go over Luke. And we're probably going to say it again when we go over Danny. But I'm going to laugh every single time. It's so good. It's so good. Um, um, So, yes. So, uh, Jessica is... uh, raising their child um luke is varyingly like on in heroes for hire and he's on the new avengers and then the new avengers are the mighty avengers 
Um, and just, like, she's not just, like, doing nothing. Um, but she's, you know, not actively involved with superheroics for a while because she has a baby to take care of. Um, and then they hire, um, they hire Doreen to take care of their baby and they go through a lengthy interview process trying to find who would be the best person to be, be their babysitter and they decide on Doreen, which is an excellent choice, obviously. Um, obviously. Obviously, you listen to us talk about Doreen. She's extremely good. Um, and um, for a while, she's on one of the Avengers incarnations. Um, like, uh, as in her like outfit as Jewel, um, but going by Power Woman. Because Luke's superhero name is Power Man. Um, neither of which are, like, super creative, but, like, No, but I think that's, like, I don't usually like when it's, like, there's an established superhero and then there's, like, a female uh, ally of theirs that goes by the same thing. Like, Superman, Superwoman. It's, like, you could do better, Batman, Batwoman. Like, you could do better. But I find it really cute that Jessica Jones has chosen to go by Power Woman at this point in her life. It is cute. Just like, I don't want to go by Jewel. I mean, Luke's Power Man, so let's just go Power Woman. Let's just do that. That fits. I mean, it's it's good. Um, That's also a fun fact that I learned while I was like trying to look into this, the like, the Jessica Drew thing. Um, is, this is a sidebar, but I found out that Stan Lee wanted to create the character of Spider-Woman, so nobody else would make Spider-Woman. I mean, I guess. We just just need to get Spider-Woman out there, because, like, otherwise somebody else could do Spider-Woman and be like, well, you don't have a Spider-Woman, because we tried to do Wonder Man, and then DC told us no, because they had Wonder Woman. So we need to have we need to have our bases covered with Spider Woman, um, and then, I mean Jessica Drew sticks around for like forty years. So, hooray! I mean, good on you, Jessica. But yeah, this is about I the mean, other Jessica. This is about the other Jessica. Um, currently, um, there is, or I, I assume it recently ended um, because Brian Michael Bendis is like now in an exclusive contract with DC um, so he can write Superman and probably some other stuff. I don't know what else he's doing. All of the, (laughs) like, they've done, um, since they made the announcement, they've done all of these, like, two-page splash ads that are just a picture of Superman from, like, the cover of Action Comics 1000 and an all-white background and just the words, Bendis is coming. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, like, I guess... Is he DC? Is he? Is he? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Sure. And, like, he made... He... The man... Bendis the man made jokes about it on Twitter, but like, I mean, if that's 
that's your advertising strategy, I guess. Um, anyways, so, um, he was writing a, um, a new Jessica Jones solo series that launched around the time the Netflix series came out, I think, you know, to, for both of those to capitalize on each other, um, in which, um, Jessica reopens Alias and is, you know, back to kind of a similar, like, similar to the original series, like, a kind of dark, noir-ish, like, pulpy superhero detective story, um, but now she's married and she has a baby and, um, she has, like, friends and she was an Avenger, um, so, like, a little bit less just upsetting, um, but, um, that's where Jessica Carlin, I think that might have just wrapped up, it had, like, 17 issues, um, and it ended with, I think the original alias ended with this too. It ended with, uh, I believe, I have not read it yet, um, like, Kilgrave comes back and Jessica confronts him and, like, comes to terms with her trauma and gets closure and it's good, but he, it's, he's terrible that he exists. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's Jessica Jones. And now she has a, um, a Netflix series, um, of which I have watched the first season. Um. I haven't watched any of it. Oh, okay. Well, no spoilers. Um, it is very good. The first season is very good. It is excruciatingly difficult to watch um and it's like it's worse than I've I've read some alias and alias is like hard to read I don't remember it being as hard to read as the show is to watch and like it's good and it like understands that it's hard to watch and it like doesn't feel like a gratuitous Game of Thronesy kind of hard to watch. Mm. Um, yeah. But also, it's, like, so, like, having a mind-control villain is, like, the most bust... It's like, this dude's gonna stick his arm in a blender! It's like, I don't want to see that, Jessica Jones! It's like, here he goes! He's gonna do it! Like, I don't... Stop it! That's Please not stop. what I want to see! Um, but, um... The first season, at least, is, like, is, is very good. And it's, it's well shot. It's very well acted. Um, it's well written. Um, if you can get through it, it's, like, it's totally worth watching. And Jessica and Luke are, like, so, 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 so good in it. Um, if, I haven't watched the second season. Um, one of my friends who watched it, uh, has said that it was not as good, which I think, I feel like would be kind of par for the course for Netflix Marvel. Um, but also it does have, um, every episode, uh, directed by a woman, which I think is a, a cool and neat thing to do. Yeah. Um, it's important. Cause it is important. Cause that's like part of the thing 
about Jessica that I struggle with a little bit. Um, Because, like, Jessica's really important. Like, I think that's, like, objectively true. Like, over the last, like, 20 years, like, Jessica has been important for, like, women in comics. And because it's, like, it's... The thing is, like, she's, like, genuinely deeply flawed and not, like, like, quirky, like, Amy Schumer protagonist kind of flawed, but, like, Mm. like, she's, like, an alcoholic and she stops drinking when she has, like, a baby and that's, like, a big deal, but she's, you know, when Alias starts out, she's, like, an alcoholic and she's, you know, obviously, like, dealing with a lot of trauma um, and not really getting help for it. And she, like, pushes people away and she's abrasive and she's, like, you know, rude and difficult to deal with and she, like, doesn't, like, confront things about herself. Um, and, oh, no, it's dogs. <laughs> the dogs are upset about Jessica Jones's character arc. Oh, no. You've upset the dogs, be, Olivia. It's gonna be okay, dogs. Um... And, like, it's, like, it is genuinely sort of unusual um, to have this sort of, like, ooh, like, you know, hard-drinking, tough-talking, private eye, like, I don't need nothing and nobody, and I'm just here to solve the case and get paid, see, and I got a heart of stone. Uh, but it's a woman, um... And, you know, and her long-term romantic interest is, like, by and large, like, the more, like, warm and open and empathetic of the two of them, which is nice. And, like, also, like, Jessica and Luke are, like, super, 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 super good and cute and nice together and, like, have stayed together for, like, a pretty considerable length of time and have obviously, like, fought and had difficulty, like, within that time. Um, and, like, both of them have been replaced by scrolls at some point, but who hasn't? Um, <laughs> this is Marvel. Who hasn't been replaced by a scroll? Um, and it is, like, super rad to see this, like, you know, long-term committed, like, genuinely loving like interracial relationship um and I think like all of that is true and I think it's also true that like Jessica Jones as this like you know whatever like feminist icon um was definitely created by like a a cishet white dude which is like yeah gonna be true for a lot of characters in comics from all kinds of marginalized groups because the wild majority of comics are created by cishet white dudes um and that like that majority is like decreasing as time goes on um but it's still like as comic execs are like Hey. Hey. 
like maybe we should hire other people than cishet <laughs> white dudes? Are there other hold on, I have to Google. Are there other people? Hold, hold on. People Wait, guys. that are not cishet white dudes that can write com Oh my god, there's a lot of these. Holy shit. We should pay a some of them, them to write comics for us. They've got shit. good work. Why weren't we doing this the whole time? Um, we're get we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, which is like, and like I I I always have a tough time with this because like obviously if you're a cishet white dude making stuff, I want you to make stuff that's not just about like cishet white dudes, and I want that oh, yeah. stuff to be like actively like you know stereotype breaking and like positive representationally and i think that like bendis does like that like that's part of his thought process um is that he's like you know he, he intentionally he's like i wanted to make a female there weren't a lot of female characters and i wanted to make a female character who was like you know complicated and you know, flawed and powerful and all <laughs> this stuff. Who's a person. Who's I wanted person. to make a woman who gets to be a person. This should not be that revolutionary of a concept in comics. It shouldn't be, and yet. Um, and, like, he said... He said some other stuff that, like, I'm a little bit iffy about. I don't know. I think he's trying. I have some complicated feelings on Bendis. He's like a he seems a little bit of a Whedon-y figure. Um but I also I don't know as much about him as I do about Whedon, so I don't want to come down too hard on him. Um and I think it's I think it's important. And I think it's also like it is also a story in which like the you know the main character is like driving you know, force behind her actions is her abused by a man, which is all like true of a lot of female characters. It's like, oh, what's their backstory? Oh, they were abused by a man. I mean, which <laughs> oh, to be fair, she's traumatized. Okay, so sh would she have done this otherwise? No, she was just traumatized. It's just okay. It's just trauma. Um, and to be fair fair there's a lot of real life women who were abused by men um, oh yeah so like it's not statistically unlikely but it's just like as a consistent theme it gets and like and they're aware of this and like I think they act like lampshade it like in the context of the comic of being like oh yeah, you know, this is everybody's story um and I think they do a good job of like one like making it realistic and two like centering it on Jessica and how Jessica like feels about this and deals with it rather than like yeah. you know how the how the man or the other men in her life like react to it um like specific example when Barbara Gordon is paralyzed, all of a sudden, it's not a comic about Barbara anymore. It's a comic about her dad. 
Weird. And then And it's like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. And then Ellen Moore is like, oh yeah, I guess she's dead or whatever. And then Gail Simone kicks him off a building and goes, No, she's fucking not. <laughs> God bless Gail Simone. I got to listen yeah, so- to her talk at WonderCon and it was amazing. <gasps> Oh my gosh, that's so good. She's so delightful. Um, gosh. Um, so yes. And then there's also the fact that, like, well, a lot of, like, Jessica's, like, story arcs, like, following this, like, revolve around her being a parent. Um, which I'm not, like, I'm not super mad about because a lot of Luke's story arcs also revolve around him being a parent because yeah. they're both parents. Um, they do. I can't remember if I mentioned this. They get married after Danny is born. So they're married. But it is, it's, I don't know. It's also hard for me to like be objective about it because I love Jessica and Luke so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like what, you know, who they are in comics and I love that they have this adorable baby who everyone thinks is the most adorable baby in the whole world which is true um and I like I like her being a I mean I think it's like realistic that she wouldn't like be like super up in like superhero stuff um yeah and like more like you know like doing this like consulting work and she like she shows up in, like, Young Avengers as, like, you know, kind of, like, a, a supporting she's a role. Re- yeah, she's re- a reporter in that one, isn't she? Yeah, that's when she's, she's working She's reporting with. the story on the Young Avengers, and then she's like, hey, kids, maybe don't. Hey, kids, listen, speaking uh, professionally, um, she bonds with Kate at one point, um, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, it's it's complicated. As are a lot of things in comics revolving around women and minorities, it's complicated. Um, But Jessica is very good. You know what would be an easy fix to, like, a lot of the problems in comics about women? What? Just more stories about women that are different stories than each other. Because then the ones that we have can remain there and remain important as long as they're not the only stories being told. Yeah, I, like, that's, like, always it. Like, the same thing with, like, you know, like... Non-white characters? Non-white characters. Or, like, you know, when, like, gay stories end in tragedy. Like, I don't mind an isolated, like, gay story ending in tragedy... Because sometimes I want to read a tragedy. I love a good it's, tragedy. I just wish they wouldn't all end in tragedy. Like, if you have a bunch of gay characters, then, like, having some of them be sad is just, like, a sad story instead of, like, what happens to gay characters is they're sad. Um, no, I think, hey, comics, it's me, Olivia. It's me, it's us, Olivia and Elion here from Capes and Japes here to tell you um i mean one hire more women um particularly women of color and two have more stories that are about women who do 
lots of different things. Yeah. Just like how women in real life do lots and lots of different things. Yeah, it's amazing. Women are people and therefore have different motivations and backstories and things and decisions that they make. Amazing. Fantastic. It's incredible. Um, but yes, Jessica, I mean, I think also part of this is that like a lot get gets like kind of like placed on Jessica's shoulders as like, oh, the feminist icon, Jessica Jones. And like, so she gets kind of like overly scrutinized um, because of that, because there aren't a lot of characters like her and there should be more. Um, so if, uh, if you're interested in learning more about Jessica Jones and um, you're not going to be like traumatized by it um again the netflix show is very good um the original alias series um was very critically acclaimed it won like a few eisners um and it's pretty short it's like 20 something issues i think um so it's probably pretty easy to like get your hands on and just like burn through it if you want yeah there's probably like an omnibus out there somewhere I would assume so. If there is, I'll link it in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, the Pulse is also pretty short, um, but less iconic. But cool because, like, the journalism stuff is cool and, like, J. Jonah Jameson's in it, which is fun. Um, he does also show up in Alias, but um, less. Um, and the currently running series, um, what I have read of it was very good. Um, and it is not currently running anymore, I guess. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's over. Um, but what I've seen of it has been very good. Um, reviews of it have been very good. And it would probably be worth checking out since I, I think it's designed to be sort of like, you know, a good way to introduce people to Jessica Jones if they're not familiar with her. Um, so all of those are things that you can check out. If you feel like it. And that's Jessica Jones. There she is. And that's a comic book. And that's a comic book. Did you read any comics this week? Because I didn't. I did not I did not catch up with comics this weekend. Because I had a very busy weekend. Um, oh no, we dropped the ball, Olivia. We did it so bad. Um, I... Yeah, no, Metal's over and I still haven't read the last issue of Metal. What's oh, gonna, goodness. How are they going to beat the scary Batman? I don't know. I'll never know. I don't know. A lot of people out there know, but not Olivia. Not Olivia. Um, I do... Part of me sort of wants to talk about um, FX announced that they um, are ordering a pilot for a potential Why the Last Man series oh um, i saw you tweeting about that yeah and i have a lot of thoughts on it but i don't think i can talk about it here without it turning into like uh a 20 another thing. hour another hour of just me um but if you um some if you want to read why the last man it's very complicated and sort of difficult to get around because much like Jessica Jones there's like 
parts of it that are like really, really good and important, and also there are parts of it that really, at the very least, need to be updated. Um, and we will probably do an episode on it at some point because I, there's no way I'm going to be able to not talk about it. Um, but it is, uh, what my, my second, my second favorite Brian K. Vaughn story. It's very important to me and I'm very concerned about them doing a TV show, but also excited, but also concerned. Um, and if you want like a full pitch on it, like right now, you should, uh, email us and I'll give yeah, it to just, you. Just send us an email. Olivia will write you pages and pages of content just for you. Just for you, your very own handcrafted content. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, that's, that's, let's talk about all the things that you can do. You can email us at capesandjapes at gmail.com. You can follow us and like us and re retweet us at Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and our Facebook group. Um, you can find all of those just by going to Capes and Japes, all one word. Um, you can, uh, we have a tip jar if you want to just slide a little something something our way. It's like Jessica Jones, you got to pay the bills. Um, also, <laughs> Uh, you can uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, and we did much get... Much like... Yeah. M much we, like we... <laughs> the person who I assume, I believe, is my it's friend Steven. The POV42, which yes. may or may not be a person that Olivia knows. I strongly suspect it is, and I should have asked him before we started recording this, but I forgot. Um, so, um, but anyway, Steven, they think yeah. we say good stuff about good comics, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, thank you for leaving a review. Steven or not Steven, whoever you are, um, it's the very POV much 42. Yes, I'm glad you think so. Um, if you want to leave us a review... We'll also say nice things about you, um, regardless of whether or not you are my friend Stephen. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So let uh, let us know. Let let us know what you think of us, Stephen. I keep calling him Stephen. I don't know if it's Stephen. I feel I'm gonna feel really bad if this wasn't Stephen and I called this person Stephen for like three minutes. Um, Schrodinger Stephen. Schrodinger Steven, the Paul 42 thinks that we say good stuff. So I hope you think that too. Um, is that everything? I think that's everything. Okay, I think we covered, we covered a lot of ground. We said a lot of stuff. Um, so, in that case, thank you for joining us this evening, or whenever you are listening to this, uh, for Capes and Japes. I am Olivia. And as always, I am Elion. Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs>